I V M. My guest today could have been a top IAS officer. She could have probably been a top IPS officers. Forget this. She could have also been a top banker or a top internet strategist. But I am only trying to tell you this because I don't want to harass you by keeping on going and talking about all the career options she could have. If you are playing PUBG, if you are taking a selfie, or if you are taking part in any of those ridiculous challenges, she is the one woman who's going to come and stop you. My guest today is a very old friend of mine, who is now the crusader against cyber harassment. She is the crusader against everything which is wrong with social media, with the society today, and what is impacting the young minds. She's also been involved in the startup ecosystem. She's been involved in branding, marketing. She has done it all. And for people who still cannot guess her name, she is Akanksha, and Akanksha is against harassment. So, welcome to the show, Akanksha. Thank you, Vishal. That's uh, one of the top and warmest introductions in any podcast, and that can only come from a great friend. And thank you very much for having me no, here. No, no. I think you know your journey has been absolutely fascinating. I have seen you from being the host of all the big startup events, and we've been on many such events uh, to talking about brand strategy to investors. So I don't know uh, whether you still do it, but I remember VCs coming to you and saying, "Tell us how uh-huh. can we get startups to come to us and take money from us." So that was an interesting challenge. Uh, to you, then working on events. I mean, you have done so many interesting events together. That's um, right. With Thai, with NASCOM, with you know, you yep. name it, and you've been involved in events. But then suddenly something happened to you, and you became the face of. the fight against cyber harassment i think that's right currently uh, what's happening in india selfie deaths uh, momo challenge blue whale challenge spider man challenge yep. i don't know there was that wo dance karte the gaadi ke sath what was that challenge called kiki challenge kiki challenge and by the way you know we started india step challenge they said this is the best <laughs> challenge to take up yeah. but you know the the world is becoming such a crazy place right now and while we all have seen it with our, in our own eyes but nobody has decided to do anything about it but you yeah. not only decided to do something about it you have created a movement around it so before we get into all of that tell us uh, how did you grow up as a child where all had you been okay we can actually do a you know an entire episode of your podcast only to understand where all i've been in the schools and colleges i've studied in but i've had a very interesting childhood so i was born in a city called lucknow capital of uttar pradesh and um, i think i was in my upper uh, kindergarten ukg when we shifted to bangalore and then we were there From a couple lucknow of lucknow to bangalore yes my father was a banker 
so he was with the reserve bank of india we were getting transferred every 4 5 years from once be having a lot of money reserve bank is on every note reserve, reserve bank is on every note my father is not on every note <laughs> oh i thought because if they make the notes you have the notes how i wish so um then we got transferred to bangalore and then from bangalore we went to pune and then from pune we went back to lucknow for two three years and then uh, thereafter i've been in bombay so now i at least get where your such high respected tone and huh. such high thing comes so is from lucknow right up and hum yeah we used to get rap- on our knuckles you know if you ever called anybody thum and that's why even today even though i stay here in bombay now for last 16 years i still say up to everybody you know younger or older and your hindi is much more dignified hindi not the tapori <laughs> the tapori hindi of bombay yeah so sometimes my friends make fun and you know they'll say say it once more na aap please baith jaiye aap thoda side mein ho jaiye you know they love they think they Even think auto, you talk to like yes. this to auto rickshaw driver yeah please thoda side mein rok dijiye so they they are very amused but that's how you know that's how we grew up and that's what we heard and um nawabi tarike se aap tunde kebab kha rahe the ha hum daatte bhi hain to pyar se aap aise mat baat kariye aapne aise kyun kaha so the lucknow girl goes to bangalore and then what happens it's crazy you know because uh, imagine you're a little kid and there was no google and there was no social media and i'm glad in a way about that but also there were no ways of keeping in touch with your friends so you know you just get uprooted pen pals they were pen pals right usse yeah. pehle and imagine from lucknow such a young kid you're suddenly thrown into bangalore so you're learning kannada and then you know we used to you get, actually know kannada i used to know i've given my 7th standard board exam in kannada right because mm. it was compulsory wow so then you go to another school and then you are in the middle of the term so you just take an admission in some good school and the next year you get uh, shifted to a better school to the best school so in between all the four five cities i've shifted about seven eight schools and colleges wow and then you shift to pune and you know it's the middle of the year and then i picked up french and then accounting and then you know ferguson college and then did my political science and i used to get very irritated with my father i said you know i don't have a best friend everybody in school used to have a best friend you know who've stayed in the same city and have grown up together I kept moving. So, so which city had the maximum influence on you? Of course, you know Lucknow because of your language. And <laughs> apart from that, yeah. um, I think um, Mumbai has had a had the maximum influence on me. And one of the key reasons being that I did all my um, work, my professional life has been in Bombay, and also this was the time when I had lost my dad. So I was actually trying to find my footing in Bombay, and uh, Mumbai really adopted me. and so my current support system they're all people in bombay and it mm-hmm. gave me a lot of independence and the kind of infrastructure which is there for a single independent woman mm-hmm. to function i think it's incredible mm-hmm. and i traveled so much i can tell you one thing that there's no other city like bombay in this country exactly yeah you can do whatever you want and you know we take a few things for granted even in terms of safety in terms of transport i could get out of my house at midnight and for a short distance just hail a rickshaw and just go you know mm-hmm. uh, the food guy is going to deliver food worth 50 bucks to you you know without any questions where is that convenience anywhere else yeah, yeah? i mean auto rickshaw guys uh, in chennai and delhi <laughs> there is a huge problem but anyway yeah. we can talk about that later yeah. so tell me how, how was pune because pune is the educational capital ferguson yeah. college one of the best colleges yes. of pune and i know there's this whole ground right in front yes. of it So yeah. were you involved in any sports? Yes, um 
interesting you're the only one who's ever asked me that you know amongst my friends um i played badminton and i represented ferguson college till state level oh wow yeah and um so my father of course you were so tall even exactly. that time right yeah badminton mein aise karke you could have just hit the shuttle on the other side right so my dad put this into my head that always pick up sports uh, smartly always pick up a sport where you have a height advantage ah, so, so basketball basketball or... <laughs> was in school yeah i played that for st helenas ah. and then i moved on and picked up badminton um pune had a great uh, influence yes as a student um because uh, then our culture out there and there are students from across the world who are there mm. so uh, there's a lot of opportunity for interaction out there and uh, especially when you study in a college like ferguson which has a legacy of its own you should just see how beautiful the, the entire structure is, is the right is very yeah so that did and before that i must tell you i was one of those nerdy kids so i've always stopped my school my college my university all of them so stopped all of them so in my school and those were times where getting marks was slightly tougher like mm. today we see 96% 98% is you know normal for a good student at those times it was tough but i remember i topped uh, my school because i got some 92% in hindi and 90% in english which was unheard of wow. then i topped in indian history and political science which were again difficult subjects so i think i would have been a good student wherever wow. i was born so that's how you went to ferguson how did you choose ferguson college my father uh, was a very learned man so he structured my mind into figuring out what my strengths were hmm. but he never made any decision for me so when i passed out of 10th one of the you know ironies of doing well in most subjects is now what are you going to choose you can get any you can any get time. yeah so hamare jaisa nahi kya re yaar itne par 35 percent bhi to sirf yahi ja sakte so he just left it to me so i got an entry into simbasis hmm. for commerce and then there was focusin he said you choose but whatever you choose you got to live with it i'm not going to tell you i'll tell you what your career Symbiosis, options are simbasis man that's the place in pune everybody talks about simbasis Yeah but we're not talking about just going and being cool and having fun. Yeah. Uh I thought a little far ahead and I said okay I think I think I have some strength in um languages. I love reading. I love reading history. I love reading political science. I took my chances and went to Ferguson. And your subject was history there. Indian history, political science, psychology and sociology because you had to pick six. Wow. Two had to be languages. ऐसा सब्जेक्ट भी चूज नॉर्मली आई वाज थिंकिंग कि साइंस एंड मैथ्स राइट आर्ट्स मतलब जिसको कुछ नहीं आता है वो आर्ट्स करता है बट देयर यू गो राइट एंड इट वाज रियली इंटरेस्टिंग बिकॉज़ आई फिनिश्ड दैट एंड देन इवन इन माय यूनिवर्सिटी देन आई वेंट ऑन टू स्पेशलाइज इन इंडियन हिस्ट्री एंड पॉलिटिकल साइंस इंडियन हिस्ट्री यू आर अ स्पेशलिस्ट इन इंडियन हिस्ट्री दैट्स राइट सो व्हाट हैपेंड इन 1857 Uh, lots of things happened in 1857 podcast didn't happen in 1857 but the mutiny definitely happened so one of the reasons what why what happened in 1922 one of the reasons i'll tell you what happened in my university time though i have to tell you why uh, i picked these subjects that's another interesting story because um, when i was a kid there were very few career options as such you know as a side of the conventional career options you really had you could be a doctor or an engineer or you could be in civil yeah, services history padhke koi kya ban sakta hai correct so one of the most visible faces on television and television there was no option there was only doordarshan yeah. we had this uptron tv at home i don't know if you know yeah, that yeah, brand yeah. and it had these wooden shutters you know that yeah. uptron tv 
उसमें यू नो किरण बेदी यूज टू बी फीचर्ड वेरी ऑफन या किरण बेदी ऑलवेज शी वाज द विजिबल फेस राइट एट दैट पॉइंट द यंगेस्ट आईपीएस और द ओनली लेडी आईपीएस एट दैट पॉइंट इन टाइम आईपीएस या सो माय फादर पुट इट इनटू माय हेड दैट I always had this passion you know I want to, I'm going to do something for my country and you know I want to educate I want to teach he put that into my head saying that uh if you study hard enough and if you choose your subjects uh, wisely then you could go on to appear for civil services and he said that somehow he guessed you know he said the kind of communication skills you have maybe ifs or ias no, would be that's great that's not the story <laughs> i can believe the, the real story is if you are shrivastava or you are kumar or you are you know there are three four five surnames you are already directly chosen for ips and ias right this this whole yeah. ias cadre is filled with people from uttar pradesh and yeah. bihar Yeah right? that's true so um yeah and um my father himself at that point in time so you the... already had the shrivastava name to abhi khali ias ya ips ya ifs ye teen just add it in the card i had right and just go ahead khali teen option pe tick karna tha right yeah so he didn't tell me that it would have been much easier so yeah, but but is there a particular reason why you know like people from that region are are more inclined to become ias and ips officers so shrivastavs in general also are very educationally inclined and in that era they are like the top of the top na matlab pata hai no just educationally inclined i think also because uh, uh, even conventionally you'll see a lot of judges and lawyers and cas all of them bankers they'll all be you know shrivastavs or <laughs> all the smart people in this world are shrivastavs somehow I didn't say it. You are saying it. I'll take it. Thanks. No. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, so though my father was a banker, he, out of his own uh, interest, went on to do his CA, ICWA, LLB, everything. Hey, Bhagwan. आर बी आई में नौकरी yes. है इसके बाद भी ये सब yes. पढ़ रहे बेचारे दूसरे लोगों की सीट खराब कर रहे एंड सो लुकिंग एट दैट I actually picked up my current interest right now for example reading and reading outside my of what I do. My dad ka beta tha boss 35% liya bas aur baki ka main sambhal lunga. So huh? now there it was very very clear in our family that I can pick up any interest I like. I have done everything from debate to theater I've done national level theater I've done so many things insane things choreography blah 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 but you have to pay attention to your studies. Hmm. So there used to be this negotiation at the start of the uh, you know year on what you what do you want to do this year what will you pick up debate great but you cannot let your studies slip so i am telling you right i was that nerdy kid who would sit like at 5 in the morning and make notes out of four five different uh, you know books and make these yeah we could see making notes for the podcast <laughs> i was i was sitting outside and making notes i right? don't make notes <laughs> for my own podcast i like doing that i feel very good about myself when i do that i feel very thorough and i feel very empowered with knowledge Mm. Yeah, Shrivastav blood uh, is like I remember that now. Yeah, it is like this feature. Yeah, I'm uh but you know it's a good thing and it's a good thing to always be reading and studying something outside of what you do. Uh because I feel eventually okay, so what if I did not use Indian history in what I'm doing right now? But when I travel to places, when I meet new people, when I try and understand cultures and um you know uh different um cities I travel somehow you apply that knowledge because it's there inside But of you indian history ko sikhe what can you become you can become indian history is a is a topic in no, civil services 
Oh, so civil services. Yeah. Oh, so you were not yeah. doing Indian history because you liked Indian history. I love Indian history. I still read, and I love political science. I still read, and uh, it's fascinating. It's endless. It, mm. You know, you need a few lifetimes to really study Indian history. Mm. If you studied one bit of Indian history, whether it's uh, constitution or you studied, you know, architecture, it will still take you ten lifetimes to finish it wow. to really study it. And it's absolutely fascinating. I mean, you mm. could give me books on. Any of these subjects, no, and I'm I could, just waiting for the good yeah. parts of Indian history to be made into movies. Padma, yeah. all these good movies. So I, I just hope that the good Bollywood guys, instead of crappy movie stories, yeah. take up Indian history. Right? It is filled with. I just yeah. saw Kesari. Right? That I whole, saw that. Yeah. That whole war. I don't think so many Indians are even aware that such a thing happened. I also hope. Um, there are lots of things we can really do that a lot of architecture we have around us a lot of roads we name a lot of museums we name i really wish we start naming them after people who've really contributed whether it's freedom fighters whether it's people who have built satellites you know whether it's a scientist so that children hmm. you know who are playing out on the streets or children who are you know walking by yeah. they are inspired you know one of the saddest thing is that people in india are dying to go to thailand and dying to go to switzerland for yeah. holidays while there are better more beautiful much more meaningful places in our country which people don't explore like next week by the way we are going to rainy pani rainy pani in bhopal near bhopal right you know i didn't even know there's a place called rainy pani and yeah. you know and uh, we went recently to the kumbh mela and That's all these right. places so yeah. i'm like this is where world se pure world se people are coming here yeah. and then there are people the city dwellers who are all wanting to go to bangkok and thailand and singapore you know after years somebody is bringing this topic up so i must tell you that uh, i was very lucky both my parents were extremely fond of traveling mm -hmm. but those were not days of uh, flights yeah, they train, were all like either train. those you know buses were wooden seats wale or there trains mm -hmm. right every second year in my summer holidays we used to take the entire month he used to accumulate his holidays of two years mm -hmm. and we used to take off for one region So I have traveled from Rameshwaram, Kanyakumari to your Orissa to Kedarnath, Badrinath. Wow! Everywhere possible at that point. Imagine no Google, nothing, and that's also because my father was such a big reader, and you know he he had so much interest. And without any of this help, and without Zomato, any of that, he would go and find out which is the best place in that city to eat, and we would go and we would explore those no, places. And I remember that we used to take a train from Bombay to Kanpur or Delhi. That's hmm. where our relatives were, and it was like, "Ye station pe ye cheese khani hai." Yes. So it was like, "Jhansi me ye milega." Correct. Uh, you know, "Ye Ratlam me ye milega." Correct. So there was like the speciality. Gulab jamuns and oraya. Yeah. You know, so many different places. And yeah. kulhar ki chai. Yeah. So it was like this traveling in train was not a journey; it was a yeah. food experience of India Absolutely. at the same time. Absolutely, and I remember. Today, in the airport, we all got the two hundred rupees water bottle and sada water. Starbucks coffee. Coffee is getting. We were uh, we were in Rameshwaram, and somebody told him that there's this place of interest on some beach far away, some thirty forty kilometers away. As a little kid, and there was no mode of transport. Hmm. We've actually travelled on a bullock cart to that place <laughs> <laughs> with my mom grumbling throughout. But you know, I thank those experiences because I don't know if today, you know, I would have been able to take that journey. And also because I continue to enjoy doing that. Fortunately, mm. what I'm doing today takes me to tier one, tier two, tier three rural areas, and I love it. 
I mm. love traveling. I love meeting people. I love trying, you know, food at different places. I think it's just a continuation mm. of where we left off earlier. So, so how come you didn't become an IAS officer? Um, so I studied really hard, even from seventh, eighth standard, and I was like the, you know, everyone was betting like, "Ye to first attempt, me she'll clear it," you know, because I, was, I worked very hard, and you know, I studied really hard, and um, it so happened that my mom was not keeping well. And just fifteen days before my IS exam, she passed away. Ooh. And because my mother was so confident and she was so proud of me, and she said, "My daughter, like you know, it'll be a cakewalk for her." Mm-hmm. Something in me just switched off. I and just this associated. Was, this is which year? This is what? Smart question, but I I'll calculate backwards and tell you. But uh, this was right uh, when I was finishing my last year of graduation. and i was preparing for ias at the same time and while she was not well the whole year uh, unfortunately things got complicated and i lost her just 15 days before the exam and this was you were still in pune that time or? no i did my graduation those 3 years we were in lucknow okay and i just associated the two and something in my heart just shut for ias no and and for, and for you know uh, what 20 year old 20 odd year yeah old. i was just it was just very traumatic for me I and imagine, uh, yeah. because even on her deathbed you know she said that i'm sorry that you know i'm so unwell that you know you're unable to study mm. so somehow the two associations i said and, that's it and was it like a sudden thing or it was just happened or so she was unwell for a while but just 15 days before that some complications happened and it spiraled within 10 days mm. and i just remembering that she was blaming herself that i am unable to study because my exams are on the corner mm. that just switched mm. my mind and my heart off and i said i just don't want to give my exam so i was forced to go to my center i went to my center but i didn't give my exam i wow. sat outside wow and i came back and i told my dad that i didn't uh, sit for my exam mm. so um they didn't force me mm-hmm. while they said are you're very young abhi to इतने अटेम्प्ट्स हैं तुम्हारे पास यू नो यू कैन गिव आई वाज जस्ट डेड श्योर ऑफ इट दैट आई विल फाइंड अनदर वे ऑफ गिविंग बैक बट आईएएस इज समथिंग आई एम नॉट गोइंग टू अपीयर बट व्हाई आईएएस वाज लाइक व्हाई नथिंग आई मीन व्हाई डिड यू टेक इट आउट ऑन आईएएस एज आई सेड बिकॉज़ आई वाज स्टडीइंग रियली हार्ड एंड माय मॉम कैप्ट सेइंग दैट आई एम सॉरी यू नो योर स्टडीज आर गेटिंग इंटरफेयर्ड एंड यू नो योर आईएएस एग्जाम्स आर कमिंग सो समथिंग इन मी जस्ट इमोशनली स्विच्ड ऑफ सेइंग दैट ओके not what at that time you know i mean again you were in up yeah. people would have said yaar abhi beti ki shaadi kara do abhi chalo you know yeah, yeah. dad is there yeah. you know so were you having pressure around marriage i told my dad i'll run away from home if he puts pressure on oh. me getting married so that i was very clear about and knowing me i would have done that also so <laughs> So my घर छोड़ के भाग जाऊंगी no we never had that drama i just said i'll leave home and i'll take a train and go Okay. So um my um purpose at that time was very very clear and because I was such a latch on to my parents and I traveled so many cities we had shifted so many houses I was very attached to them so at that point in time my focus was 100% I need to take care of my father so you were the emotional support to your father and even growing up because my mom used to keep unwell I was like running the whole house and i i knew how to cook right from 6th 7th standard and you know i knew how to drive i was the first 
person even amongst all the extended family who knew how to drive i knew how to ride bikes i was riding yamahas and vespa and you know my father gave me a vijay super his vijay super Ooh. to ride so my father was this isse character banta hai you can't touch the car to go to university mm-hmm. you want to go go in vijay super mm-hmm. i think one of the he's like the rabde bana di jodi wala sharukh khan you got it now imagine i'm the hard working sharukh khan i am probably the only girl in the whole of lucknow university in that year who's coming shaking on this vijay super <laughs> because it's so heavy to ride there are times i have asked the boys to help me put it on a stand yeah. what will they bully me you know they must be pitting me saying like matlab bechari vijay super pe to aati hai right mm. and when it was a family thing you know and we had to go for a wedding beta car nikalo i was the designated driver but when it's when it comes to studies or anything i wanted to go no no when hmm. you earn you can buy a car and you can go you know but these middle class values and mm-hmm. you know he did make me rough out and you know we were traveling in buses and rickshaws and mopeds i have done everything mm-hmm. yamahas all of it i think that resilience came from there mm-hmm. that it doesn't matter you can put me in any situation you can put me in any kind of house you can put me in any city i'll find my way mm-hmm. i will make it work So today I realize the value of that. When I was told that you know it's great that you're moving around cities, you're learning so much. One day you'll thank your stars. I did not believe it, but today I know how invaluable that is hmm. for us to be able to adjust to make things work, and especially in all kinds of conditions. And you're just thrown into a new city or a new culture. I'll make it work. Wow. The Vishal Gondal Show will be right back after this break. Hi everybody, welcome to another incredible week on the IVM Podcast Network. If you are not following us on social media, please make sure you do. We're IVM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. A couple of messages up top. First, we're hiring right now. We're looking to hire a producer, we're looking to hire copywriters, we're looking to hire an audio engineer, we're looking for web developers, we're looking for business people. If you're looking to work at IVM, which in my opinion is probably one of the best places to work at, then please do send us an application. Also, please do download our app if you're not listening to it on our app. Our app is available on the Play Store. And I also want to thank our sponsors this month, uh Savari, Storytel and Paytm Money. Thank you very much for supporting us. On Pesa Vesa, Anupam continues his conversation with Kunal Shah, founder and CEO of Cred, a members-only app which gives you exclusive rewards for paying your credit card bill. On the Filter Coffee podcast, Rani Screwwala joins Karthik Nagarajan to talk about his early days as an entrepreneur and what has kept him going during adversities. And if that's not enough Rani Screwwala for you, listen to his podcast, the Rani Screwwala podcast, where Rani talks to me about the benefits and disadvantages of being an outsider, building a brand identity, and the learnings from collaborating with business giants across the world. In the season two finale of Echoes of India, Anirudh discusses the end of India's Hunnic Wars. and the emergence of some of the most dynamic and powerful people and states in Indian history it's been a great season if you haven't caught it yet check out the entire season on our parsi food show not just dansak we have a very special guest kanaz mesman the owner of theo broma she talks to persian about keeping the cooking process basic and simple on the atkt talent tent peeman and krupa are joined by slam poet malvika she talks about how poetry helps her cope with anxiety On Equity Sahiye brought to you by Motilal Oswal Asset Management Shrey Lunkar is in conversation with Anupam about life insurance in India On Golgappa Trupti is in conversation with Mayur More of TVF Kota Factory fame He talks about his early days as a theater artist and shares stories from the sets of Kota Factory And with that let's get you on with your show So at what point of time you moved to Mumbai and why Mumbai and why not 
Delhi, which was much closer to Lucknow. Yeah, so one of the key reasons was anyways transfer was around the corner, and um, I didn't know. I was completely lost. I said, okay, now I've studied all my life for something, and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Uh, and then I figured, and with some amount of guidance from my father, and I said, okay, the second best thing probably is I'm good at communication, hmm. and I have a thing. I'm creative. I, you know, a little bit of strategy. How about I try something in um, advertising or communication? That was really my second option. And because IS was not working and very half-heartedly and, you know, very, uh, I didn't have a clear path of what I was really going to do. But I knew that eventually whatever I pick up, I'll make something out of it. Like I was saying, communication was <laughs> Bollywood. Mein aana tha. Shh, huh? Don't tell everybody that. <laughs> people, UP Bihar wale, India, Bombay, why come? Hey, that's very racist, UP Bihar. Wale. I'm going to take this up later. Srivastav <laughs> can be so smart. So, yeah. Amita Bachchan is UP Bihar ke king of Bollywood. So, Amita Bachchan is a Srivastav. Bachchan was a title conferred on his family. Exactly. He's a Srivastav, I know. Yeah. That's why I'm saying, right? Yeah. So, was one Srivastav was here before, so one Anybody who asks, you know, but Shivasa, like, what do you do? I just say, Amitabh Bachchan family, you know, same, same, yeah. same. <laughs> <laughs> so then we landed up in Bombay. So we took this conscious decision that, okay, Bombay is a great option. Let's move to Bombay. And then very half-heartedly, I didn't know, again, same irony. I got through Symbiosis Ferguson for MassCom and I got through SNDT Mumbai. But uh, moving to Pune would mean, again, to leave my dad behind which at that point in time, I was not prepared for. And I felt like he should really uh, be close to me. Mm. So while people around me really pushed and said, you should go to Symbiosis, I took my stuff, went to Symbiosis and came back next mm. day. Because I felt like a um, lot of things in life you'll get back. But uh, parents, family, it's really important. And especially at stages like that, I, I felt that that time is not going to come back. Mm. So then I did my MassCom at SNDD. And uh, again, I took on the most challenging of projects out there. For example, uh, it was not asked of me, but I realized I keep challenging myself. What can I do differently? You know, where can I challenge myself? So I, I wrote this entire uh, project where I said, I'm going to write it in first person, the life of a journey and the life of a writer. And guess whom I picked up? I don't know. Javed Akhtar. <laughs> so to write of a writer's journey. Javed Akhtar, I mean, Shole, that was his biggest thing, so, right? No, but his life journey. Imagine, I said, no, I'll write it. And I will write it as if he's saying it. Mm. So I spent a lot of Main time doing Javed that. Javed Akhtar bol Right. So, well, that project did well. I did, so a, did you end up meeting Javed Akhtar after that? Uh, no, I've not. And then um, I did another very interesting thing, which you may not know about me. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of photography. Ooh. And I clicked a lot of people who were in front of the camera and even behind the camera. So I've clicked Milan Soman, Rahul Dev, Arjun Rampal. Uh, so you uh, were the photographer. I wo clicked. Milan Soman ne jab saap pehna hua tha kapdo ke badle, wo photo bhi tumne kicha tha. Yaar, bas wahi photo maine kicha tha. Wo photo I still remember. <laughs> Madhu Sapre. Madhu Sapre and saap. I clicked Madhu as well at her house. So. Uh, my work got featured uh, so in a couple were of like newspapers. you like ace photographer, huh? like model shortel used to come to take photos from you. No, I used to go to them and I used to cover their life journey, uh, um, you know, their life. more. I was more interested in that. I'm not interested in doing uh, modeled pictures. I like clicking candid pictures. So, Saap Wali photo. 
that was very modeled i would be surprised if that's what they do in their real life so for people who don't know milin soman before he was a runner he used to click pictures with snakes i'm not saying any of this i completely disassociate myself from this conversation right now no no the milin soman was a ace supermodel yeah. and his most controversial picture which kind of like had a whole they were like if this was on yeah. arnav show it would have had 18 people discussing it that night yeah there would be no space left on the screen <laughs> and there would be a snake <laughs> There'll be a snake saying that India has wants yeah. to know that why were you around the snake? Why? <laughs> Explain to us. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, that's what I did, and um, it looks like it turned out okay because uh, I finished that. So, are you into photography even now? Uh, I have an eye for photography, so I don't actively practice it, but it comes of tremendous help in Nowadays, order. Nowadays, one eye is of no use. Every camera has five five lenses, so one eye can only see one lens. How will you use a five lens camera? Oh my god, that was such a poor joke. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond, but it's not about the camera you have. It's about it's like having a great stove and saying, you know, I'm a great cook. Yeah. It's about having an eye for execution that's I, and seeing. That's what through. I tell you know all the people who buy all these expensive yeah. phones, and yeah. then they use a flash. I said, dude. What's wrong with flash, you? Yeah. Do yeah. not use flash if yeah. you are having an expensive phone. Flash Such superb cameras today we have in our phones. So, yeah. Photography is getting yeah. killed because yeah. people everybody thinks that they are That's true. So I like telling stories through my pictures and through my campaigns and everything we do today even children mm. whom we meet. And that's why there's been. So, did you formally learn photography? I didn't formally learn, but there's a photographer whom we lost, like a huge national loss for our country, really, called Gautam Rajathakshi, mm, who mentored me for about 14 years. 14 years. Yes. You got mentored under Gautam Rajathakshi. Not for photography. Okay. Then life not. mentorship. Oh. So he was very very close to me, and unfortunately, when we moved to Bombay, three years after that, I lost my dad. Hmm. And so he has had a huge influence in me in terms of you know being a holding hand, guiding, you know, um, being my biggest critic, and you know he was he was the head of you know communication and you know creative for Linters at a time. So you know mm. that's the kind of uh, no, not just mentorship that. I, I mean, got. I remember. I mean, every major Bollywood star. He was an icon. He's launched like a hundred stars from your Salman Khan through everybody, Tina Ambani and all these guys. You know, mm. so he's an icon even today. Yeah. Right, so every Bharatiya film had to be. Yeah. All the posters no, but, were shot but there. But you just said something slightly more bigger. Just five minutes yeah. back, that you lost your father. As soon as we moved to Bombay, three years. As soon as we moved to Bombay, my father got diagnosed with cancer. Okay. And that was a huge turning point in my life because I just lost my mom, and I was holding on to my dad. And I was a kid, and I didn't know anything in this city, and the city looked. like you know this it looked like a jungle to me because i had no clue trains buses this was just so complicated it was so fast things were moving at a very very rapid pace and i don't know what the hell i was doing here i'm trying to find my footing and try you know i'm shifting my career line it was a very very emotionally uh, challenging decision for me to give up what i was studying and then take something completely new and here my dad was diagnosed with cancer so that was a very very tough yeah. time And, I can imagine. 
and then to run to Tata's and to you know run to different hospitals and to try and figure out because so much knowledge was not and that, that freely available. That time cancer was like a rare thing, right? It Absolutely. was not even like you could not hear people. Or... And I was so angry because my dad never drank, he never smoked, and he was diagnosed with you know cancer of mouth, and which is really rare, and it happens. And so again, I had to like you know toughen up and say, okay, let's do this. Mm. What can we figure out? And then trying to find the right doctors and trying to find uh, it was just really challenging. Mm. And then he went through, you know, years of his uh, radiation and then chemotherapy. Yeah. And then so that was really tough. Wow. So again, I was told, oh, you should get married soon. You should get married soon. So again, I said, if you ask me to marry, I'll run away. So that was just very simple. But where will you run away? You were in Bombay. There's no harm saying it, right? I, I said, oh, if you force me, I'm going to run away. Because I was very, very clear that this time is for him and that's what I'm really going to do. Mm. So, yeah, those three years were oh, no, but very you tough. Know, losing both parents. I mean, yeah. you know, I lost my dad um, some yeah. couple of years back. It is not easy to cope yeah. up, right? And yeah. in your case, literally, you are like in your early 20s. Yeah. And, you know, you going through not one but loss of both parents. I mean, it would yeah. have devastated you, right? Um, it broke me in a manner where I feel that even today, it's been so long, but I even today I feel like I'm picking up its pieces. Mm. You know, because some losses are permanent losses. Exactly. And suddenly, you know, there's that rush of some memory and, mm. you know, you. I feel like I'm still picking up those pieces. And, and at that time, were you already financially independent? I had just finished my mass comm. Mm. So see, sometimes life puts us in situations where... Um, you know, there are these traumas we go through hmm. and I couldn't have picked up uh, or sustained a full-time job because I needed to pay attention to my father. So at that point in time, I just walked up one day and said, I'm going to become an entrepreneur. Hmm. By the way, three months after I quit my first job, I didn't tell my father that I had quit. <laughs> I used to pick up my stuff and go and come back after. Wow. Because I, I didn't know how to say it and how to explain it. Uh, those were not days of great broadband and work from home, like how it is mm. today. So there was no way I could have sustained a full-time job. There I said, okay, I'm becoming an entrepreneur. Okay, what are you going to do? I'm going to launch this brand strategy firm. Nobody would understand. They would brand say, Brand oh, strategy, kya hota? Advertising, na? you are going to become a freelancer. I gave up explaining and I said, this is what I'm going to do because focus of my life is I need to take care of my father. Rest, everything will fall into place. We'll see. We'll figure out. Hmm. Um, so that's what I really did. Yeah, that was a tough, tough phase. So how did you meet Gautam Radhakshya and all this? <laughs> uh, I was reading the newspaper and his name was there. And he had got some award at that point in time. I switched on the TV. Gautam Radhakshya was there. I picked up the phone, somehow found his number from somewhere and called his landline. And I told him, my name is so-and-so. I've just lost my mother and we've just shifted here. I'm a really, you know, meritorious student, but I'm lost. I don't know what to do. Can I come mm. and see you? He kept postponing it. He was very polite, but he kept postponing it. And you, you know? kept harassing him. Uh, so persistence is one of my... <laughs> no, I'm saying harassment. <laughs> yeah, I literally did harass him. So he got fed up and then he said, okay, come. And his uh, assistants and all, they all, Mangesh, everyone, they remember this incident. Hmm. I went to his house to meet him, uh, right here, you know, Hughes Road. I went to his house with a tiny briefcase with all my certificates, merit, awards, blah, blah, everything in that suitcase. Hmm. So he was getting ready and he was yet to come out. I opened that suitcase and I laid out all my certificates, everything. 
he walks in and he says what is this ye sab kya hai what is all this ye hamare sacrificate hai sab sacrifice deke mila hai i said see this is all what i have done these are all my merit certificates i have topped all my schools colleges universities i don't know what i'm supposed to do you figure out i'm going to come back in two days and ask you oh no 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 this is not how it works wait wait give me time wait and he was just pacing up and down the hall and i said i'm going to come back and you're going to tell me what i'm supposed to do so you see this guy on tv you call him and give him your certificate say ab meko batao main kya karenge i studied a little bit about him and you know what people were talking about him and you know how respected he was in the country that's how i went to him so then i went back to him and then we started talking and then we used to talk every day you know he would guide me and say why don't you pick subjects like this and uh, yeah that's how i really got to know him and then we became very 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 so good what friends what was his recommendation to you so he clearly said he said you have a thing for communications and you will make a very powerful uh, you know person in communications and strategy oh, and that's what he should really to look I'm at disab- i thought ki ek achhi next picture aa rahi hai usme ek heroine ka role hai he used to tell me bollywood ki taraf dekhna bhi nahi hai i was thinking ki you have come from lucknow and all yeah. that and abhi radhekshik to mil gaya abhi bas hum ek do teen bollywood picture mein aa jayenge do teen ads ke baad so all my life i've been very lucky that uh, yes i have persisted but people like gautam have had a huge influence who even though they were such an icon for bollywood and for industrialists you see any pictures like earlier pictures ratan tata all of them all shot by hmm. gautam but he was like an island hmm. and everything which was happening around him but he was this rooted person who was not touched by but, but somehow you have a lot of these bollywood television type of friends ye sab kahan se bane I don't know I, I don't know why that's the impression about me but seriously <laughs> I don't know and uh, none of them uh, why any of uh, Gautam or any connections not at all so mm. and he was a very simple man and that really inspired me you know I mean we would uh, go for uh, breakfast together and mm. still end up having poha and chai you know very very simple very uh, grounded person so that really taught me a lot of things that it doesn't matter whom you're surrounded by it doesn't matter how successful and glamorous people around you seem eventually it's the values you carry hmm. uh, which will really make you stand out so at what point you decided to start your own company then um because my father was so unwell so you I did just not become an entrepreneur so you didn't take up any job nothing i took one job uh, in which i led uh, that was right after my um, uh, college uh, i was leading brand strategy again brand communications for a company called baron international hmm. and we got uh, iva into the country the huge japanese electronics brand mm-hmm. and we did some insane branding for that mm-hmm. you know in those times if you remember mm-hmm. that brand had almost killed the market mm-hmm. of all other high end television and vcds yeah. in the country iwa tv that's right and vcds that's what they were really popular for so yeah that's what i did and then i after that i said um, no i did some projects for onida after that and then that's it i quit i said and then I you can't. started your company that early that's huh? right then jab startup ka naam bhi nahi tha tumne no, startup yeah then i remember the only person whose name people even knew was sasha mirchandani hmm. and i walked up to him and i said i'm starting my own company <laughs> and i was this young kid you know and um, he said uh, oh, okay yeah sure so you know what are you going to do money? he didn't give you money i didn't even ask for money mm. you know at those times nobody really was uh, raising this kind of insane money and asking for vc monies all this so was unheard of so i had met shasha when i was raising money for india games that's right so 
I didn't even he know. He was the first angel investor, yeah. apparently. Bombay, Mumbai, Mumbai Angel. So I have done some amount of communication for Mumbai Angels as well. So all these people, even Sasha was wonderful at that time, very encouraging. So as I'm saying that, all these helpers along the way in many, many different forms. I launched my own company. We were sitting in the office and I, you know, this friend of mine whom I've known of all these years, creative guy, he's saying, Naam kya rakhna hai company ka? I said, yeah, A bhi hona chahiye, Z bhi hona chahiye. We googled and Azure showed up and he said, oh, it's clarity of blue skies. I said, ha ha, come think on. Think about it, Microsoft, Microsoft. Ne abhi, abhi Azure naam le liya. Jab, you know, yeah. so like when your brand name is copied by Google and Microsoft, you, you've arrived. Soft, you've arrived. You've arrived, yeah. And you know, I used to think ki Azure naam kya hai, but after like, man, this is branding genius. Uh, there you go. Huh? Yeah. So, but by the way, my company, brand strategy company, was before Microsoft Azure really became popular. You should sue them. Yeah, you I should. should. Say that I need rights for Azure. I'm sure. Kuchneto software. So that's how I started my company. I didn't know how long, uh, you know. And what was your pitch had. to people? How what? How did you pitch people to get business? That was a tough, tough call. Uh, one, people really didn't understand brand strategy. So first to make them understand what brand strategy was. And secondly, um, with no offense, men, but mm. I was really young mm. and a woman, you know, a girl walking into a board of directors, you know, where oh, everybody's average age of that room is 45 years. And they're mm. looking at you up and down and saying, uh, where's the rest of the team? And I'm like, I'm the team. <laughs> Talk to me, you know. But everywhere, like I went to pitch to Deloitte Consulting in Hyderabad, their US office. Mm. Everywhere I found people who believed in what I was saying mm. and were willing to give me a chance. Mm. I consulted Red Hat when they came to India. Mm. And I remember walking up to the MD, you know, Javed Tapia, and we were this small room. And I said, I don't know what Linux really does. He said, it's okay, we'll all figure out together, mm. you know. And then I worked with the Australian cricket team. And then I, you know. You know, as things progressed, I have done work for Axel Partners, National Stock Exchange, Apalya Technologies, Mumbai Angels. So, so you know, I believe in this one philosophy and I keep telling it that always have more confidence than capability. Yeah. But you too had confidence confidence. <laughs> but like yeah. capability confidence. But uh, how did you get all this confidence? Because I think I am very rock solid with my content. So before I walk into a room anywhere... I want to make sure I know what I'm talking about and I'm very hardworking. Once I bagged that particular project, I've really, really worked very hard. Well, I can tell you that you are the only person who's, who's done so much research <laughs> on your own podcast, on your own study. Yeah. So, yeah you um, know, I can see that effort. So I'm quite uh, meticulous about that and um, I, um, I like to deliver more than what I really promise. I think people have a way of seeing that they so see a lot that. of people lack self-confidence right? yeah the biggest problem is capability yeah. and confidence nahi. confidence nahi. how do people get confidence what is the best way is there any tricks tricks you have learned see one of the things i always say is that you got to be able to believe in yourself if you don't believe in yourself do not expect anybody sitting in front of you to believe in yourself hmm. for you to believe in yourself you have to work on your capabilities for you to be working on your capabilities, you have to work very, very hard. You have to read. You have to write. You have to go running. You have to feel good emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Mm. If any of this is missing, there's no bloody way, no way in hell. You can fake it for one time, two time. People will see through that. Mm. When you walk in, the person in front of you should be able to absorb the vibes you're giving. 
and say, this sounds like someone, you know, with a lot of strength. We should give this a try. Mm, absolutely. So this is a, a very, very good tip for people who yeah. are listening that, you know, confidence is not that it's born in a No, it doesn't. Confidence needs to be practiced, trained and you yeah. can improve it. I think that's really what you Every saying. single day, even today. So if I meditate and even, you know, every morning for the first two hours when I wake up and I wake up between 6 and 6.30 every single day. Even if I slept at 4, I wake up at 6, 6.30 because that's how my body clock is tuned. Mm. For the first two hours, I don't look at any social media, no email, I don't answer calls. Mm. And sometimes I just be. I'm not even reading or anything. And that's the time which you give to yourself and say, okay, what can I improve? What can I do better? Let's listen to something, you know. Let's spend five minutes closing our eyes. And building an intent for how today should go. Hmm. And you have to do this every single day. It's like brushing your teeth. So it is said that running a startup and bootstrapping is difficult for most people. You were not only bootstrapping. You were doing this as a single woman. You were doing this as somebody with, you know, no parents. Your support system was (laughs) not there. How did you manage That was the first time I had to go and look for a house to rent. And I have never ever stayed on my own. I've never rented a house on my own. Wow. I didn't know how it's done. So I went and I asked a banker friend of mine at that point in time, whom I happened to see uh, meet in my gym. Okay. And I said, yeah, please, I don't know how to do this. Do you know how it is done? Can you come and see a house? Because I didn't know Mm. how these MOUs are done. Then I brought two of my friends, showed them the house. And then I made sure that... I had a couple of people known to me in that area before because I've never stayed. I don't know, you know. Fortunately, I knew how to run a house because Mm. my parents were not well, so I was running a house. But I didn't know these legalities and what deposit. I knew nothing. Mm. So then I asked for help. So this is another thing which I was going to mention in any case. We have to believe in asking for help Mm. because all of us are going to fail. Even if you have a family of 10 people and even if you have like, you know, a huge business successful, you're still going to need help. Mm. There is absolutely no issue and shame in asking for help. And the world is actually full of wonderful people. Yeah, I mean, you have to reach are, out. There will always be two people who will not help, but there will be eight people who will There will be eight people who will help you. So mm. I have always tried to identify and reach people and say, hey, I need help. I don't understand this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to incorporate my company, what, you know, proprietorship means. I had no clue. I'd go to my CA and say, Iska karna kya? Isko kya karte? You know, how do you do this? So I learned that. And that I was very important. this is an important lesson, right? So most people, I was like, listen, dude, India may koi na koi problem aapka hamesha hoga. Aaj to angel true. tax hai, kal devil tax ho jayega. The reality is you just need to get the right consultant, get a right CA who will help you solve this. If you are just thinking and sitting here and crying about all these things and because of that I can't run my company, then you are dead here. I mean, problems are going to be part of everybody's life. You deal with it and move on. Don't say because of angel tax, my company is not doing well. Yeah. And um, in between came a phase where this whole internet bubble thing happened and all of it. And I went broke. I went bankrupt, actually, because the first uh, budget which gets cut down in any crisis is marketing, marketing and branding. Fire everyone, why? Bhai, product chalta rehna chahiye, sales hote rehna chahiye. Shut down everything else. 
and uh, that well, was all i can tell you that you have now joined the ranks of ambani oh <laughs> bankrupt aajkal <laughs> to jet airways bankrupt ho gaya hai anil ambani yeah, bichara bhai se paise mang raha hai i had nobody to ask for those 55000 crores so i didn't know and no, imagine not having a backup tweeted and they could be people there was no twitter you, oh, i didn't twitter know what to do oh shit okay and it was a really tough time so how did you get money so i did two things one uh, and this is another very very important you know my learning i would love to share with anybody who's listening you really have to keep your ego aside at such points and you have to see what can really work i actually approached an agency and said hey can i do copywriting for you can i do some client servicing for you you know can i manage your client relationships you know because i need this work to happen these are my strengths i'll do it i was a, i was so young right yeah. and they said wow you know like sure you know and we have these large clients you know we are unable to you know uh, handle on our own would you like to try that i said sure and mm. i worked really hard i won them like great clients and great relationships and they got more money out there that time went by i took a bank loan you know and then you know paid it off over bank time bank loan me mil gaya yes through another so i collaborated with no, another like agency jugadu number 1 shrivastava is like built into you <laughs> See as far as you're hard working and as far as you're intelligent uh if your intent is in place all these times pass but kaam nikalwana bhi aana chahiye right the point is that there are a lot of these you know iit type yeah. ke log jo kuch nahi kar sakte khali yeah. aake rote rehte hain and you know half these yeah. nris who complain about yeah. why india mein ye nahi ho raha hai yeah. or people say meko loan nahi mil raha i mean yeah. you got a loan without a net worth you know It's not like you had a house to give as collateral. The, oh, there was no collateral, and also because my father was unwell for a long time, so literally any money we had was spent on his. He was a banker, so there's hmm. only that much you know we had in resources that was spent on his uh, treatment. And then when I went through this time, there's something intensely personal. But I should tell you, so my father's written a handwritten note which he's left for me, and in these tough times, I take it out. It's in a locker, and I've made copies of it and read hmm. it out. And one of the paragraphs says. tough times are coming and they will come again and again in cycles hmm. but you are intelligent hard working and honest hmm. if you keep these three qualities alive he said you can never fail so each time i go through something like this i know that if i keep my integrity in place and i worked really hard to us kaam nikalna nahi mujhe kaam karna bhi aata hai hmm exactly kaam nikalna alag cheez hoti hai finding ways to probably you know um, sometimes fairly or unfairly get advantage but i know how to give my 200% so whoever works with me is not going to go away absolutely you know and i think that's yeah. really you have built your credibility over yeah. a period of years i mean yeah. i've now seen you so many years and again you know vijay at paytm yeah. is not going to be just associating with any tom dick and harry so that's i think true. you have uh, worked your way up and kudos to that and i think that's really what people need to understand right yeah. people are thinking ki I need money to do this, or I need yeah. X or Y. What they just need is the three qualities you talked about. Yeah, and I always think long term, and I invest a lot in my relationships and people. So today, if I had to pick up the phone and call somebody and say, or call you and say, "Hey, Vishal, you know, do you have half an hour? You know, can you do this?" Chances are pretty high that people are going to say yes to it because there's integrity above everything else. Mm. So when tough times come, and they will come, and at that point in time, it's very difficult to believe in ourselves, and mm. it's very difficult, and that's why you need to be rooted, and that's why this meditation of yours and yours, and believing in yourself, and mm. practicing and reading. So what kind of meditation do you follow? So 
I uh, have been working with a monk for many, many years now, for almost 10 years. By the way, I, I caught him also at one of the events only. And then I persisted, persisted, so persisted. This, this monk also so sell his Ferrari or... Uh, yeah, and he's like, he's just wonderful because his uh, guru taught him that he should only talk about happiness. So he only talks happiness. What's this monk's name? His name is Nitya. He's based in uh, Pune. Mm-hmm. And now I've known him almost 10 years. And when my life, I feel, is going completely off track and in some different direction, you know, I ask for help and I say, can you help? I want to set this into place. Mm. So there are a couple of meditations and especially one which is about gratitude. Mm. So every single day you think about five things you're immensely grateful about. Mm. And, you know, Vishal, we take so many things for granted. I'm here, I'm sitting in front of you. You know, there's a coffee and there is clean water to drink and, you know, there's air conditioning and we can talk in English, we can read English. There's just so many things. We just don't. So, and when you sit down and you think of five things to be grateful about, that's when you say, oh, today's food was awesome, man. Mm. You know, this call I made to my friend was awesome. When you think of things proactively, Mm. it has a huge shift. And that's what it is, right? Your brain manifests what you think. Absolutely. If you think negative, 90% of time people are thinking negative, right? There's a quote by Byron Katie. It says that whenever I enter a room, so each time you enter a room, I'm convinced that everybody loves me. Some of them just don't know it as yet. Mm. Exactly. So you go up on the stage thinking, audience loves me. Mm. Some of them don't know Yet, they'll get to know and they love me. <laughs> they love me. Everybody loves me. Because there's nothing not to love. Exactly. Some of them don't know it yet, they'll yeah. get to know. So you manifest those energies. If I walk into a room and today I work with police officers, government authorities, not everyone is cooperative or not everyone knows about you. They don't know your intent. You have got to walk hmm. into that room knowing that my intent is right, this is going to work. Exactly. Now tell me something with such an amazing work ethic with all these things. Yeah. How did somebody harass you? Um, I wouldn't call that harassment. I mean, it does not fall into that category. I think I was dealing I know, with of a... Of course you are. Yeah. You can be very... Yeah, harassment. That entire incident was more about dealing with a dysfunctional person. And we call those personalities sociopaths. Mm. And um, it... Obviously, uh, as regular people, you know, we are not constantly studying and so analyzing individualities. In your startup world, you meet yeah. startups, yeah. investors. So in this kind of connotation, you met a sociopath. Yeah. And then as things would have it, you know, it really had sociopath a very negative impact. Sociopath is Hindi word? Hai kya? Um, I would not know that. I mean, what the exact term is. In the you go and talk. I thought <laughs> Hindi mein toh hoga. But sociopaths are people, uh, so there's a... Instead of going the Bollywood way and, you know, showing Shah Rukh Khan and Durr as the psychopath. Unfortunately, you know, these are all people who don't look any different. They Mm -hmm. look just like us. And uh, there's a scientific explanation. There's a part of our brain which is called the prefrontal cortex. Mm -hmm. And that is really responsible for a lot of human emotions like Mm -hmm. love, sympathy, conscience, empathy, all of that. In sociopaths. Uh, that particular part of the brain is not functioning well. Mm. So it's like having an autistic child. There's a reason for why the child is like that. There's a reason why they are like that. It's just that they are not good for others. Mm. They are the true definition of toxic. It's not good for the other person, you know, um, you're dealing with. And that's when... um, I was cyber-stalked and there was a lot of emotional manipulation and there was a lot of financial manipulation and there was a lot of emotional abuse I went through for almost a year and a half. And uh, 
at this point in time because i'm one of the strongest people i knew i thought this will pass this will pass it's okay this will pass and i was meeting you and i was meeting kanchan and i was meeting everyone but i didn't talk about it mm. because i didn't know sometimes we don't know what we are going through and uh, i said this is going to pass until it reached a point where i knew this is not going to pass and i asked for help so i called a friend of mine and i said hey i don't know what's happening to me and i was keeping unwell for a long period of time and we did all kinds your, of tests your shoulder was... my shoulder lots of things were happening and then i you know i was running fever for a month and a half too and the doctors just couldn't your detect your shoulder is better now i presume yeah mm. it's much better now you can do bench press <laughs> yeah i can hit hard as well <laughs> <laughs> so um Anyways, that was a turning point for me. But and for people who want to find out more, is this have you kind of documented oh, this online? If you if you Google my name, that's the first blog which will show up. So I was just coming to that blog. So that is what happened to me. But coming out of emotional abuse is a very very tough process. Now that's the misunderstanding a lot of people have. In fact, people look to break emotionally strong people. and it doesn't matter whether you are uh, a very tough person it doesn't matter you know we all go through our you know uh, emotionally devastating experiences and especially when i didn't have a family to fall back upon you know i don't have my parents again that support system which i have built that came through so who are these people who are your support system tons of people i work with you know some of them you know like kanchan is one of my support system there are some banker friends of mine who are my support system and i ask for help my monk is my support system i picked up the phone and i said hey this happened you know and i was really lucky at that point in time that it so happened that some banker a monk and a startup entrepreneur you should always have your sound boards from you different walks in life lawyer bhi hai koi support i have very good lawyer friends okay So when I'm confused about something, doctor I reach out. Doctor to him. Doctors have many. <laughs> you ask me which speciality. You want a physiotherapist. You want like you just tell me yeah, where. Doctor you know, to means like by speciality. By speciality, I can tell you by area wise also. You wanted a North Bombay, South Bombay. <laughs> so um, uh, yeah, so you should have soundboards from all different walks of life because they bring their own experiences. No, and I think this is most people don't do this, right? I yeah. mean, that's the point, you know, that they are yeah. all. afraid to ask koi question puchta nahi hai koi and then they are like oh mere ko koi help nahi kar raha hai so i invest a lot of emotional energies and my time in building my relationships with hmm. people and people are very important to me i mean lots of scientific studies when they are done people on their deathbed only remember relationships and people they don't remember the awards they've gotten on stage Absolutely. that's not going to matter your balance sheet is not going to be remembered you want people you love around you hmm. so uh, i especially because i lost my parents so young i think i know the value yeah. of so, so i tell the love. same thing to people right that can you remember who was the richest man yeah. in 1947 it just doesn't matter yeah it doesn't matter but yeah. we remember mahatma gandhi yeah. we remember uh, you know mangal pandey we remember yeah. bhagat singh yeah. not because they were the richest or yeah. the smartest because they created an they impact they matter right they so, created an yeah. impact so people in my personal life also matter so i have this close circle of friends they matter to me and like you've seen that you know i've met uncle as well like at that moment i'm with that person and it matters to me mm-hmm. so if a friend called me and if i'm able to get up and go and help them in that moment that will be my first priority Absolutely. because people really matter and these people actually stood by me and said why don't you write about this even you were not aware of it at that mm. point in time 
and i said no you know i have 15 years of work legacy behind me and you know all these clients and ceos of banks you know they're going to read about it and you know they said just go ahead and write because mm. you've lived your life so transparently you know it doesn't matter and i said oh nobody's going to read you know they said it's okay five of us will read we'll go and like your blog <laughs> they came to my house they sat in my living room and they asked me to buy domain akanshashivasav.com out mm. and they made me write i wrote out the whole blog all three four people saw it and they said and this particular blog i'm talking about i laid bare my entire life mm. every single thing as much as i could and um i remember uh, 16th of june 2016 sitting in my living room not too far from here where we are recording this uh, at about 5:45 6 we pressed the button and it went live mm mm-hmm. nothing happened for the first 15 20 minutes and i said see i told you nothing will happen because i put that blog and i put it out there because it takes so much courage to you know write about your personal life mm-hmm. knowing that my name is attached to my organization and it's mm-hmm. 15 years of work and then things changed my phone started ringing mm-hmm. from that 6:30 6:45 and it rang through the night mm-hmm. that tweet with that blog went viral mm-hmm. anyone and everyone in this ecosystem who knew me even by name who didn't have my number got to know took my number and people started calling me through the night i was so exhausted in the morning i passed out and that continued for a few days and then the story started pouring in from world over from world over it had a few million reach within the next two weeks or on and the stories were really traumatic mm-hmm. about someone's child who had had been ad, uh, abducted from outside school because somebody saw online and the logo was there on the kid's shirt somebody who had suffered an acid attack because you know the guy figured where uh, she works through facebook and that really moved me because um, i felt in some manner they're trying to ask for help mm-hmm. and that was the turning point when i said okay got it i'm going to leave I'm everything going to, this is what maybe 15 years of my life of brand strategy and helping clients scale understanding communications marketing maybe it was just leading me mm. to do this so so what is your view on the whole me too movement right i mean in a way you started you were among the first people who talked about your experience yeah but then you know me too has you know last full year 2018 yeah. was the me too year as they say uh yeah uh So me too is very focused on harassment at workplace especially of, of women uh where they've got manipulated by people who've been in powerful position and they've manipulated them I think what I was trying to bring to the fore was anyone who's been a victim whether it's a child a man a woman so of any age So you are talking age. about harassment in a yeah. much more broader way That's not right. just That's not right. just about you know the kind of harassment which is around office or That's you know right. or sexual harassment which is mostly Absolutely. the me too movement about Anything which was triggered online Uh, is of concern to me, and I would like to address it. And, That's what and I, I think saying. that is what I really liked about your approach. Because what happened was in Me Too, it became yeah. you versus me. There were two sides Absolutely. almost. Absolutely. One people saying that yeah, can no. In your case, everybody is a victim, yeah. and everybody yeah. is uh, facing this equally, right? So this kind yeah. of was much more inclusive. So in about um, in the last about fourteen months of our helpline, we are the only national private. 
helpline for cyber safety in this country. Mm-hmm. We have addressed about 135 plus cases, mm-hmm. out of which we categorize about 20 cases, 20, 21 cases of the highest category, which means that had we not intervened, it could have resulted in loss of life or an acid attack. Or, or, yeah. yeah. Wow. And this includes cases of uh, juvenile victims. And one of my biggest turning points in this journey, and this journey has been tough, like mm-hmm. it's not been very easy to make people listen to cyber safety. Like mm-hmm. n- nobody thought it would take yeah. off. The problem is people think like cyber safety is like road safety, ki yeah. please signal, ki roku. people yeah. think that it is very yeah. simple because of, yeah. but it is not as simple or it's not very black and white, right? That's the see, problem. See, what they don't understand is that our behavior online is a reflection of first who we are and who we are is a 360 degree composition of our cultural values, how we've been brought up, critical thinking, people around us, our exposure to different things, right? Good touch, bad touch, all of it, you know, mm. menstrual hygiene, everything has an impact mm-hmm. on how we behave online. And that is why we were very clear that, you know, in this initiative, I want to educate, empower and bridge. Education, because education is our only hope, really, because if you want to mm. prevent a crime, then you have to educate and educate at a young age. Yeah. In our country, worldwide, the average age of using social apps is 10.3 years. In our country, it's about 11.5 years. So mm-hmm. children are using it at 11.5 years. If you educate them at that point in time, chances yeah. of this so, happening... And are, I was recently reading about what happened in Coimbatore, right? That's this right. Whole, uh, yeah. This whole... I yeah. don't know if you are yes, involved. Yes, of course. In... Yes. I was not involved in that, but I know about that case. And that is the reason I'm coming to the second pillar, which is empowering. A um, lot of us, even sitting in this room while we are recording this, we are not aware of our rights and laws in this country. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessary that by listening to me, you'll become a lawyer. But I want you to have that hope that if something goes wrong, you can sort it, it will get mm-hmm. addressed. To do that, I launched the third pillar, which is bridge. Mm-hmm. I want to bridge this gap between general population and authorities. Mm. You must have seen, you know, we aggressively bringing out uh, senior most, you know, police officers, lawyers, yeah, mental health professionals. The problem is that while the crime, yeah. the criminals have become so smart yeah. in the cyber era, yeah. the law and the police are still like, you know, I mean, that is the impression. That is the impression and that's what we're trying to change. And that's why I'm putting them out there. Millions of people are watching, they're seeing them. I'm like, reach out this happens tell me show me your FIR Mm. you have a problem it's not getting sorted it doesn't matter today I'm saying it on your show if you have an issue which is triggered online it involves anything online because I have to restrict myself to this expertise and it's if it's related to harassment and if you filed an FIR if you're not going to file an FIR, I'm sorry, even to treat your illness, you have to go to a no, doctor. But most people don't take these FIRs but if you, you go to police, right? They have to file an FIR because, again, I'm saying today, if you have a chest So, ache, give me an example on what I can go to the police to file an FIR on. You can go to file an FIR for any harassment somebody, for which you have evidence. If somebody tweets to me and says, I'm going to... Take I a printout of like that tweet. I don't you, I will kill you. Okay. So in Mumbai especially, all key police stations, even yours, you know, the police station here, right here, car, you don't even have to go to Bandra. It is like half a kilometer from here. You can go there and you can file an FIR with that evidence. All key police stations accept cyber complaints. Mm. Suppose you don't know which police station to go to. It doesn't matter. You enter any police station and you show them that you need to have evidence. 
and don't always tweet to police and say you know can you take care of this so if you have a chest ache you're going to tweet to your doctor and say you know i have a chest ache take care of this well lot of people are doing that whatsapp karke doctor ko bhej rahe hain i see that and i see them saying you know oh this one said you know he's going to kill me take care of it mummy please you're not doing anything that's not how policing mm. works that's not the process you get up you go there you see it through mm. i promise you if you have an fir which has not been resolved from any part of the country in this country india please send it to me i'll have it addressed within 48 hours fantastic no but that's that's the way to to think yeah. about it right because for the first time the law is catching up yeah. with the criminals right the cyber criminals so just yesterday we uh, published a you know we released this podcast with ig you know from telangana swati lakra and that's what she said she said sometimes we might take a little longer it mm. may be a few days more sometimes it might be immediate but we'll get every offender. Mm. Exactly. No no that that's yeah. the way to think about it. So I'm creating this whole community of these fierce brave mm. you know police officers and putting them out regularly every single week relentlessly saying these officers from this state from this state from this state this lawyer this is how you can go because you need to build that confidence mm. in people. The Vishal Gondal show will be right back after this break. Hi, I'm Ronnie Scruvalam, and uh, you've been listening to my podcast and the multiple chapters of my book, Dream with Your Eyes Open. And I think to that, I've had good chats here. And I think Chapter 13 in my book is all about Q and As, and I'm sure there are more Q and As. Happy to answer them, so send them in, and happy to have a dialogue with you on that. So, if you'd like to ask Ronnie a question, send it to us at dreaming at ivmpodcast dot com. If selected, we'll read out your question on the last episode and have Ronnie answer it. You can also send a question to us on social media at IVM Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You know, as a parent, every day you're reading yeah. about Momo challenge, yeah. blue whale challenge, Cadbury Jeez. challenge, Maggie challenge. I yeah. mean, the world is becoming a scary place yeah. to be online. That's right. How can parents be more yeah. responsible with their kids? What do What can one do as a parent? So, two things which I say uh, we do a lot of workshops with uh, young students and. The best workshops are the ones we do with the student and parents together in the auditorium. It's like fireworks. She's asking for my password. She wants to control it. So you know we have we have fun uh, interactions. But two things which I would highly recommend is one: um, the word is not moderating your child's activity. I think the word is inclusion. So I would uh, recommend that all parents mm-hmm. uh, should spend some time together with their children. Um, you know, a couple of hours every weekend. seeing what kind of activities interest them what are the kind of people and when you make it inclusive instead of moderating give me your password instead if you say i would love to see you know what game you're playing tell me more about it you know let's do this together isko kaise khelte hain the child gains a little more confidence that you really yeah, care about the ulta problem i am the one telling them all which games to play huh <laughs> you're like an exceptional case <laughs> and the other thing is um, you really need to teach them children are very smart they are very very sharp you need to be able to teach them and educate them in a manner which they are able to understand so for example when we go to young kids i always ask them tell me at uh, you know um, if i ask you to take a selfie right now come come up on stage show me how you'll take a selfie and the children are really shy they're like mm. no you know i said why because it makes you look silly right in front of 500 other people you don't want to do why would you want to do it otherwise mm. okay I want you to take this picture and I want all of you to go out of this auditorium go on the road and the first person you find please you know make sure that they see this picture and make sure they tell you if they like it mm. I said you're going to get whacked 
right? You, you look like a lunatic, but that's exactly what you're doing when you put your pictures mm. online. Also, right? you know, India is the country with the highest amount of selfie deaths. Maharashtra tops. Maharashtra, the yes. state tops. Yes, and I'm saying, tell me, why do we put up our pictures online? Not you for work, but mm. tell me, why do children put up pictures online? To look cool. I think they're looking for validation, mm. and. Um, this word is very very important for everyone to understand i think children are looking for others to tell them how worthy they are mm-hmm. even we are looking for that validation somewhere deep down you know in subconscious we want to we want to put that out and you know we went here for eating or how cool i'm looking look at my shoes nobody in the world david cares for your shoes right i'm saying in general right um so earlier we used to have larger families and there were lots of people who were taking care and there was an atmosphere where there were 15 people in the family and you know everybody was interacting with everybody families are becoming smaller parents are having lesser time to spend with their children and therefore sometimes we want lots of other people to tell us also how cool we are or how good looking we are so if we keep building this confidence in the children that they don't need to look for this outside mm-hmm. and build this kind of uh, contentment in them it really doesn't matter who these strangers are so right? who are these criminals i mean what kind of sick mind can think up about this momo challenge where they are taking videos of popular shows and putting this character inside it ye yeah, kon hai ye log but i'm saying is the same thing it's like asking why have tiktok hmm. or why have snapchat no, right tiktok and snapchat are companies with you know but who are these you know have the police ever found out who are the people responsible for the, the so police do blue whale challenge for example so blue whale challenge in fact i recorded at your office hmm. that video right once somebody kick starts a challenge like this lot of copycat administrators show up hmm. and so during blue whale challenge a lot of deaths which really happened were not even connected to blue whale somebody had failed in an exam and committed suicide you know they were it was attributed to blue whale hmm. there was this romantic you know couple and you know they committed suicide it was blue whale it was not hmm. blue whale so once something like this takes off it's so tough because there are so many copycat yeah. administrators and, and, across and the now world and off late pubg is the favorite thing which governments yeah. are talking about as the bad thing and they want to ban anything which is addictive and which has rapid action in it and anything where you're also sharing information with unknown administrators you have no clue whom you're really playing with absolutely and that's something you can educate your child see technology is a wonderful thing you know it better than i can really explain it's yeah. just fantastic and i was telling this little kid who was really angry with his mother because you know she said only 15 minutes of screen time today and i said when we were kids and i would panic my mom saying abbi i want a chart of that you know a is for apple b is for battery remember those big charts you know those a4 posters used to come mm. cut it put it today you just have to press one button on google so it's a it's an amazing thing mm-hmm. uh but anything which is unlimited and apparently looks like free mm-hmm. is not really free it's taking something away from you right if we teach them how to mindfully use it sky's really the limit mm. So how did you convince from this idea of you working on harassment yeah. to all these police departments and all these people to take yeah. you seriously I mean yeah. there are other NGOs and there are all these yeah. how did how did that happen That's been the toughest challenge for me uh, in this initiative uh, I don't come from any of that background so I was just another civilian who approached them to say I needed to do this but i'm going to repeat again it's your integrity 
and it's your intent and remember they are mm. high flying police officers they they've been doing this for a living for a couple of decades they can look at you from top to bottom and immediately absorb why you're trying to do this mm-hmm. and the first few were really really tough and i've again i've really nagged harassed persisted resilience i have caught hold of you know one of my board you know one of the mm. advisors was there i caught this police officer at another event and called every single day once in the morning once in the evening sent a whatsapp and message for 5 weeks mm-hmm. until he came online and spoke to me mm-hmm. but once they meet you and they understand your intent as i said they do this for a living mm-hmm. then people start coming together so you know given that there is so much india is yeah. now and i'm just saying bharat is also now coming online yeah, yeah. uh what how big do you think the scale of cyber crime versus regular crime is now so uh, in the year 2018 there were 250 million social app users in india 73% were men and 27% were women um and i'm saying this to uh, just uh, put in context that there's a bit of disproportionate access to yeah. internet which is true across the world in india the gap is a little more and that has its own historical and evolutionary reasons now uh, you know most of the crimes you hear of today uh, aside of bank robberies and everything else the trigger starts online mm. so if you're stalking somebody and you want information about them we are the ones who put it out yeah. check in at this theater to see you know kesari who wants to know aside of akshay kumar nobody in the world wants to know if you watched <laughs> kesari because he wants to know whether you know a ticket was sold right i am traveling to istanbul starbucks coffee and boarding pass mm-hmm. what have you done you have told people that your home is khali is, is khali or your old parents are there they are vulnerable or you are traveling to x hotel you are staying in in istanbul why who wants to know all this right so that information is available so you've triggered that you've triggered morphing revenge pornography blackmail threats everything's happening online but its repercussion is being felt on ground and as these numbers are going to grow i mean we know so many cases of fake news of people have been killed Absolutely. right yeah it's Absolutely. so everything right and we are sitting in bombay vishal when you go like to tier 2 or tier 3 cities and i'm talking of the first time internet users it's really scary because children today have access to broadband or to net and to you know smartphones but they don't know how to use it mm. so that's really scary so i keep saying this our hope is education Mm-hmm. the more you will educate the more you'll empower you'll keep bringing down probabilities mm. so if you were the law minister of india yeah what laws would you change modify or what will you do so that cyber crime is yeah. or harassment is managed um there are many things which we need to do and i think they are trying their best the government did launch a site called cybercrime.gov.in in the month of august but because we are such a huge country with so many diverse problems one is quick resolution of complaints because that builds confidence in victims the first thing we need to handle is the victims right who've been through something and they're really suffering so we need to be able to handle that putting the fear of god fear is the best deterrent you know making case studies out of this and putting it out saying these people are behind bars this really happened increasing the number of police officers in cyber cells you trust me i know it because i work so closely with the police our police is really working very very hard and they're under tremendous pressure is one is to over a lakh ratio of you know ips officers in our country mm. so it is and you know what 
we're all part of the same society so if we don't have those many police officers we also hmm. need to you know question ourselves why aren't there enough police officers or how many people aren't opting for it and stuff right so i feel that every authority is also a reflection of the society we live in and uh, education empowerment and these laws all will have to come together hmm. for significant changes i was changes. i was seeing this whole case of barkha dat right where she yeah. was trolled with all yeah. kinds of obscene images but police apparently caught them and yeah. a lot of people were put behind bars absolutely absolutely and they are uh, by the way they work for both genders quite neutrally so even in um, madhya pradesh and this is a police officer i worked with there was a woman uh, you know who was blackmailing somebody uh, you know a very uh, prominent businessman and she's been put behind bars hmm. right things will happen but you got to persist you cannot sit back and imagine, you know feel like oh my god now life has come to an end and life does not come to an end uh, with any kind of such traumatic experiences i am a living example you can read my life story and you will know it's like a river when you face something when you face a rock you know it bends you towards a beautiful new path mm-hmm. but you have to get up and you have to do something about it you have to ask for help you to... but you know that's what so you know something happened in the last 3 years akanksha in you yeah. that you from talking about brands and marketing yeah. strategy you have become this crusade for justice yeah so what has changed if i may say so uh, i've been very fortunate to find my calling and that has really changed i think i feel more content because i feel like i'm actively giving back to the country and this is a country where i couldn't have asked for a better country to be living in i've traveled a lot across the world so i'm saying it with great confidence and this gives me an opportunity you know i have one big complaint against you the complaint is how did you copy my red t-shirt uh, <laughs> so i wanted to take a color which so one thing you must have noticed about the entire initiative now one our communication is very very structured we've made it i think that whole experience of 15 years it's very structured it's calendarized no, all of that pehle you were in like this all these fancy chudidars and all these fancy <laughs> clothes and then know? came down to and the and now t-shirts. you are like bhav lucky yaar isse to pura aapko copy kar liya but theek hai iska koi copyright nahi hai everybody so, should only wear red shirts in my opinion so uh, red as a color uh, so in everything we do we said okay there are problems and cyber crime and all is there but i want to come from a position of strength mm. like most foundations in our country and across the world i do not want to show mortality and this is coming to an end and world is coming to an end no i'm here my name is akanksha i have put my name on this initiative and let me tell you putting your name on an initiative is not a joke hmm. because you're scrutinized personally well, emotionally well the day you decided to wear red i said ye to winner hai already winner hai already right yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was a good one yeah but i want to i want to finish making that point that i want to encourage anyone who's listening to me if you want to get up and put your name to your passion and you know you want to represent your own passion you want to represent your own initiative unfortunately a lot of people will talk about it not always in a positive manner and they might not feel uh, what your intent really is or they might not understand it don't get bullied by it mm. stand up and do it more and more men and women should put their name on Absolutely. their passion yeah, and lead yeah. it do it don't get bullied by it these are the people who probably haven't had the courage or the chance to do it and you put your name on a red t-shirt it you are anyways even... a winner <laughs> yeah so so what are your other life hacks like this My life hack one I already told you that you have to be able to nourish yourself. You can only give what you're made of. So you eat four times a day. 
I do eat small meals four times in okay, a day. Okay. Okay. <laughs> small is the key operating word in case anybody misses. You wake that. up at six thirty, and for two hours you don't touch the phone. I do not touch the phone. I'm very persistent, and I'm very resilient, and I'm very proud of that. Had I not been that, I don't think I would have been able to lead. so many people together mm-hmm. there is no shame in doing that mm. there is no ego there is no overtly you know self you maintain your self respect do not confuse it with ego mm. so there are times i don't get across some people and i've called five times and i'm like just forget it for now mm. next morning i get up and i again make that call mm. because if you are not going to be persistent about what you do nobody else really cares right mm. you have to be resilient So, so you are a strong personality, yeah. right? And it, being a strong personality, you may be having arguments and differences yeah. with people. Yeah. How do you deal with that? I argue. Mm-hmm. So, if I believe in something and I don't and go with who wins in those arguments, I win. <laughs> okay. Uh, because I never enter an argument. Not Which being fully not convinced of what I'm saying. No, I just heard had one, you know, the night before with somebody. but i know no but let's say you do realize later that i was wrong in the argument i'm very quick to say sorry because for me relationships intent of what i'm doing people really matter if i ever realize that oh there was that one point i shouldn't have said i think that was harsh i always go back and say hey i think i shouldn't so have said so let's say it. if you are successful in akanksha against harassment and part saal mein harassment khatam ho gaya ha so what will you be doing next I don't think that's going to happen. No, In fact, the more no. users we have, no, it's like saying that I will never be successful, right? Like, yeah, we know with Goki, we are going to be making the whole world healthy. They will not need medicine. I would love Doctors to. Doctors will not be yeah. there. Yeah, then I would love to uh, turn an educator in some form, because um, I love the fact that education can really change the future one person at a time. Hmm. One child sitting in. some interior you know eta everywhere else i travel all you need to give them i say that you know i just got off my car right now you know my uh, uber when i was coming here and the children vishal who are still begging at the street mm. signal the children who still want to wipe your windshield for 5 rupees right the only difference between you and me and the child mm. is power of education what's your favorite quote mm, i have so many of them but this i always say so before i go up on the stage i always say everybody in this room loves me some of them don't know it yet that's okay. what that's one thing i strongly believe in okay. so even at times when i face like a lot of opposition in my mind i'm like oh this person will come to love me it's just a matter of time he doesn't know it mm, yet. that's that's a, that's a good philosophy to yeah what are your favorite books so one book which i'm even carrying and i showed you it's been passed from generation to generation i don't know who gave mm. it to my father but he gave it to me this is a book called siddhartha by herman hesse mm. this is a beautiful story of a boy called siddhartha so sid achievement and earth meaning is how siddhartha is gautam buddha again that same yeah but it's very beautifully said so you know he has positioned it in times of gautam buddha and its entire journey is about self discovery through spirituality mm. and this is the book i have gifted the most in my life I love gifting this book, and I mean, I'll, I'll find myself very lucky if it well, has good. You know, impact. this book has a very interesting line. It says, "A true profession of man is to find his way to himself." Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. So, find your way to yourself. Yeah, but imagine if I didn't know what I'm all about. What in the world am I going to be teaching anybody else sitting in that auditorium? Mm. If I don't know what I am made of, how am I sitting here and like giving you gyan? You don't need it. You know everything I am about to say, so, right? So, which are your favorite movies? 
So one more book before that yeah. I would I would highly recommend that people should read is a book called When Breath Becomes Air. Hmm. Um it was published posthumously after the author passed away. He was a, a doctor called Dr. Paul Kalanithi. Mhm. And he was a neurosurgeon, Dr. Paul Kalanithi. And he died and just when he was finishing his residency he was diagnosed with lung cancer. Hmm. So I will not spoil it for you. You should read it but see when air is inside us it's so valuable because it's breath hmm. once it's out it's just air and violet's autobiography it has a lot of lot of um, life lessons in it and it just moved me a lot hmm. and there are tons of others the kite runner and yeah. the boy in striped pajamas like you you're wearing striped pajamas right now <laughs> yeah i was like how could you just write a book on me right yeah that's such a moving book about a kid called bruno whose father becomes a commandant in the army of hitler hmm. and they moved to a place where there's a jewish camp prison camp just next to him and unfortunately by the end of the book mm. they actually mistake him to be a jewish boy and he's taken to a gas chamber mm-hmm. so all these books have had a lot of impact on me mm. uh what's my uh, favorite movie uh, lots of movies but one movie i love is life is beautiful mm. the entire relationship between the father and the son and how a parent a father can even in that camp in that jewish camp you know he's tries every bit to me you know make his child's life better that's amazing tan uh, sometimes i enjoy even bollywood movies i loved gully boy mm. because it talks about resilience it's about believing in yourself mm. who would think see the kind of But movies you know, you're making there, there was one movie i saw recently and i could only remember you in that movie that was manikarnika Uh, you know you are the jhansi ki rani <laughs> if today jhansi ki rani was here yeah, i would jump over that wall <laughs> i would only the only difference is that right now instead of fighting the british you are fighting harassment which yeah. is a bigger enemy which yeah. is there in our society and yeah. we need the new era of rani lakshmi bai to come and uh, fight this uh, on that note it has been an incredible i mean i didn't realize we've already crossed almost an hour and a half and wow. i know we can go on and on yeah. <laughs> and we will go on and on again because knowing you you will be doing bigger things much bigger than this and like i said minister of cyber crime you never so, know so one of my favorite phrases learned from the monk is each time someone says like that hmm. you respond by saying and so it is mm and so it is sir so each time the moment you say for example i say shall i hope this podcast does extreme you say so it is by doing that you're manifesting as if it's already happened like and, and so it so is and so it is oh that's another big life hack guys and and last so life hack is yeah always replace your sentences wherever you're using if with when when if you go on to when i go on to do that and see how quickly things change yep and the same thing not yet yeah you know so i always say when it happens yeah yeah exactly no that's what it is confidence positive manifestation resilience truth integrity oh my god you are like a movie a book a podcast and i hope uh, or everybody have enjoyed it and of course you are so persistent you can make anybody do anything whether it is vijay shekhar whether it is me whether it is all the ips police officers who are waiting for your whatsapp ki abhi akanksha madam bolengi hame kya karna hai and so it is <laughs> so it is no they've been wonderful and uh, see change will come only when we work together and everybody should be a part of this and i don't think i'm resisting authorities we're all working together and that's very very important for change in this country and so it is yes thank you so much thank vishal thank you thank you 
Hi, my name is Anupam Gupta. I'm B50 on Twitter. I am the host of Paisa Paisa, the show that talks money. On my show, I speak to experts from every field of money and finance, from stock markets, equities, debt funds, credit cards, life insurance, every possible area of money and finance that you can think of. We even did an episode on cryptocurrency. I've got fantastic guests from mutual funds to personal finance experts everywhere. Robo advisory, startups, just name it. We've got it. At Pesa Pesa, we help you make smart decisions about money. You work hard for money. Now make your money work hard for you. New episodes out every Monday, and you can listen to my show on the IVM Podcast app or any other podcasting app that you have. Pesa Pesa is brought to you by Paytm Money. You say jogging, and I'm telling you a story about a man who dated three sisters. You say boss Kurla. It's about a guy who went out to a party where they were selling beef. This is Anand Sivkumar and AK the Croc. My show, The Croc's Tales. You give me a word, I'll tell you a story. Words aapke, kahani aapke liye. Do tune in on Monday and Thursday on the IBM website, app, and anywhere you get your podcast from.